0: The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Because I'm happy joining us in studio for How Does That Make You Feel? And we're talking about four ways to beat anxiety, negativity, frustration, and stress. And we talked about uh, number one was uh, seek first to understand, then to be understood. And we have a lot to cover Mm. in the next 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, Before we went to that break, I said, you know, don't chase the snake. What does that mean? Bad
1: idea. So, okay. So uh, imagine, uh, imagine you're walking through the woods and you come across a rattlesnake and it bites you. Mm. Okay. The smart thing to do would be to stop and that's just some first aid. Call nine one one. Get some help. Look after yourself, right? And that totally makes sense. I mean, as I've explained that, people are probably not in their heads. But what we do in real life when we get bitten by a metaphorical snake, somebody pisses us off, or somebody rubs us the wrong way, or something happens to our car or whatever, we do the opposite. Mm. We go, oh, I'm going to get that snake. I'm getting you. Go running through the woods back. to yeah, bite the snake back or kill the snake or whatever. Meanwhile, what you're doing by your activity level is you're actually hastening the venom through your system and it will probably kill you. And so it's a, it's a mindset, it's just a reminder to have a more uh, positive mindset in terms of what is good for me in this moment and what is good for me in the grand scheme of things, as opposed to what feels good in terms of revenge or what feels good in terms of getting back or getting even now or later. Right.
0: So don't chase the snake as a reminder about that. And you could go back to number one, seek first to understand, yeah. then to be understood and have that conversation. Exactly. If something has really ticked you off, someone has done exactly. something.
1: Right. And, and and think about that because that is actually better for you, <laughs> right? It's it's better for you. I see <laughs> the, this magic you're weaving, Gans. <laughs> the snake gets away, sure, yeah. uh-huh. but you also don't die, right? So yeah. that's it's, it's pretty good, but right? Sometime, pretty good deal.
0: I mean, yeah, that's hard though, because it sometimes is. it's like, oh, I need to make my point. I mean, you feel like, you don't want to feel like you're getting walked on or walked over well, or trounced on. I,
1: I get that. I get that. But you know what? That, that, that only comes when we feel like we're not powerful generally. Okay. okay? Um, when we feel like the other person's opinion is so important that it trumps our opinion. Mm we're entitled to our opinion. And, and you know, if we, if we understand that we're just as entitled to our opinion as they are to their opinion, it's okay. It's not, it's not going to damage us to hear somebody else's point of view. It's not going to damage us to see where somebody else is coming from because, you know what, we're coming from our own place, and that's okay. And just because somebody is forceful or they're very verbal or they've got a good way of, of arguing or setting their, their a point across... I still don't have to buy it it's okay Mm -hmm. i i still get at the end of the day when i'm calm i can still say you know what there's merits to some parts of that argument or you know not so much i this is what this is how i see it and you know i think there's merits to this argument so it's it's we have to remember that we are not little kids we're not we're not You know subject and being pulled to the principal's office we don't have to um, argue our case or justify our existence or our actions to anybody we just have to live and try to live the best we can and when you do that then it's a little easier to take that moment take that beat and just say okay well in this moment I know how I'm feeling but what's the best way to act here what's going to be in my best interest long term to help me to deal with this as opposed to just going with our feelings as a, as a reaction because here's the thing <laughs> if if i act with anger or whatever 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 my my like, kind of default setting is you can come along and say hey, watch watch me watch me make gans dance right and just punch uh-huh. whatever buttons uh-huh. and i'm basically your puppet at that point right but if i have if i've practiced the skill of taking that moment take a breath. What I'm going to do is I get to choose my response as opposed to just reacting to whatever you did. Well, you said something, so I must be angry or I got to get back. Do you see what mm-hmm. I'm saying?
0: I do see what, you, what you're what you saying, but I think that that can be very,
1: very hard. Oh, yeah. And not very, for the weak of heart.
0: Very hard. Yeah. Um, because sometimes it's not necessarily what someone
1: says. Mm-hmm.
0: It can be how they say
1: Absolutely. it.
0: Absolutely. Which... Ticks you off even more.
1: Yeah, yeah. I heard. I heard this great story, okay, one of my coaches told me this, and he said he was, you know, uh, hear the story about a bunch of friends, and there's one one person in this friend group, just, just kind of like a jerk, right, always being mean and kind of snarky and, you know, uh, chip on his shoulder and stuff like that, and that's one guy in the friend group that was always, like, you know, just positive, had lots of patience for him and stuff like that, right, so one day, the the snarky guy was away, and um, the other guys, the other people in the group says, hey, what's up with Joe, man, like, why, how come you, how were your friends with him? How do you have so much patience mm-hmm. for him? And he said, well, you know, next time you're with him, ask him to show you his feet, right? And, and they said, what? Okay, whatever. So next time Joe was around, he was, you know, being his jerky self, right? And they said, Joe, like, what's, what's the deal with your feet? And so Joe put his feet on the table, pulled off his socks, and there were these little kind of C-shaped rings on mm. his feet, right? And, and he said, yeah, this is what my parents did to me when I was a baby and I Mm. cried. They'd put my feet on the stove. Mm. Right. Okay. And so from then on, all his friends were super calm and they were able to manage Joe's bad attitude because they were able to understand something deeper about him. And they were able to see, they were able to live with compassion. So, A lot of times there's something going on with this person who's being a jerk, right? There's Mm, some fear or some backstory that we don't know that maybe they, they don't even have made, maybe they haven't made the connection. But there's always some psychological reason for people's behavior. Hurt people hurt people. And so, you know, if we can practice our compassion, be in touch with our compassion, first of all for ourselves, and then for the other person, that is actually a position of power. So we're not going to get run over. We're not going to get stepped on if we know that we're in a position of power. It just, it just can't happen once we realize the truth. And then it's a lot easier for us to deal with how somebody says something or what they say. Because it's coming from some place of pain.
0: There's a lot of learning here, isn't there? There's a <laughs> lot of learning, and um, yeah. Okay, number three, Gan says, think abundance versus competition.
1: Right. So, like, these are again, these are higher level skills, and okay. this is this is the idea is the best offense is a good defense. Sorry, the best defense is a good yeah. offense, right? So, this is how you get your head out of the stuck place with stress and anxiety and depression and all this other stuff. So, abundance. The idea that there's enough, right, that we don't have to compete. We can cooperate. And and really, you look at some of the more successful companies, especially tech companies, but just mm-hmm. generally the companies of the information age, and they are one where, you know, there's a term, I don't know if it's still in use, but it's... Uh, Cooperation, right? (laughs) So it's, you know, you're cooperating with your competitor to make a bigger piece of the pie. Mm -hmm. Sorry, a bigger pie. Mm -hmm. So you're not fighting for your piece of the pie. You're creating, you're putting your energies into baking a bigger pie, right? And so you don't have to worry about what the person next to you is doing or... Somebody in another country or, you know, your neighbor or whatever. You just focus your energy on creating more abundance generally. And that keeps you in a more positive headspace. But it also protects you from stress. It protects you from feeling like you're being attacked. Protects you from feeling like you're losing everything. Mm -hmm. Because there's enough for everybody. And again, all of these things that I'm putting out here, these are mental skills basically yes. right you have to first of all understand them and then practice 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 until they become natural and that takes a few months
0: there's something uh liberating when you finally give up the competition oh, yeah. with other people and i think um, I, like, like the 80s and the 90s growing up in the mm-hmm. 80s and the 90s it was that's mm-hmm. it seemed to be that's what it was all about mm-hmm. it was about that competition oh, yeah. and maybe if you're just starting your career at that time like i'm mid-40s so mm-hmm. you're you're at that age and you're maybe in a tough market or a mm-hmm. tough business, that's what it was all about. And it was all consuming at times. Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. And it, you know, you know, you got to show that you're better or, yeah. you know, and I, I, I've seen this a lot when I was going through school or early in the career and there was this tough competition, people are sabotaging stuff and, wow. you know, and, but truly the, yeah, if somebody acts from generosity and love Typically, a lot of people will flock around that person and that person tends to do better (laughs) because (laughs) they're not wasting their energy trying to put other people down. You know, Martin Luther King uh, said that it's very hard to win a race, win a sprint, when your focus is keeping your foot on your opponent's neck. Mm -hmm. You can't win, Mm. right? You're both stuck. Yeah. So, So it's one of those things. Put your energy where it's going to actually make the most good.
0: Four Ways to Beat Anxiety, Negativity, Frustration, and Stress with Dr. Gans Ferenc. Um DrGans.com, by mm-hmm. the way, is the website, and always lots of great information on there. There's uh, links to his new book on there mm-hmm. as well. Uh, we'll take a break here when we come back. Um, tool number four in the <laughs> toolbox, let's put it this way. Think long view. Dr. Gans will explain after this. Okay, as we... Uh, come to the end of another edition of How Does That Make You Feel with Dr. Gans Ferenc. Uh, We're talking about four ways to beat anxiety, negativity, frustration, and stress. If you're just tuning in, we've been, uh, you know, we talked about uh, seek first to understand, then to be understood. All about conversation and yep. listening. Validation. Number two, validation. Mm-hmm. Number two, don't chase the snake. <laughs> don't necessarily s- snap right back. Nope. Do things that
1: are good a... for you, not about revenge. Don't think of that first. Yeah.
0: Number three, think abundance mm-hmm. Vers- is competition more
1: than enough more than enough for everybody.
0: And number 4 is think long view.
1: Yeah, we got to we got to have a bigger view of life, right? Because uh, you know, part part of our you know, I used to call it the, the the microwave culture, but it's like faster than microwaves now, right? It's like we we've, we think in terms of sound bites, in terms of how quickly we can get stuff, right? I mean, if our internet is lagging, we get pissed off, right? It's like, mm-hmm. whereas 20 years ago, there was no internet, yeah. right? Or, you know, it's... The it's am out of out. Yeah,
0: that's right, exactly. <laughs> My typewriter. This
1: typewriter won't... Yeah, the carriage won't go back, yeah. like, exactly. the carriage is a piece of uh, the typewriter for you kids out yeah, there listening. Exactly. Yeah, um, So... Um, you know, there we we need to think bigger. We need to think bigger picture. We need to think longer longer term. And what is good for us? And you know, in the break, we were talking about the whole idea that, uh, well, I love the quote. It says, the best revenge is living well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Put your energy into creating something big for yourself, creating something good for yourself, yeah. because that gets you out of the competitive headspace. It gets you out of the reactive headspace. And it puts you in a place where, hey... I feel like my actions impact my life in a direct way. Mm -hmm. That is a feeling of autonomy, it's a feeling of control, it's a feeling of strength and power, and that's legitimate. Uh, in all those areas as opposed to sort of power over people like I'm going to bully this person or I'm going to pick on that person or I'm going to put this other person down or I'm going to do better or buy a bigger or better car than that other person because you know what somebody can buy a better car than mm-hmm. you or not, you know what I mean and so it's, it's this thing that gives us this little bump of adrenaline or dopamine in the moment but it doesn't last whereas when you're doing something that is like positive and proactive for yourself in the bigger picture you're working towards a goal mm-hmm. It really does fill you with a sense of peace, a sense of joy, a sense of accomplishment. And that's how you ward off mm-hmm. stress, anxiety, depression, all these other things, frustration.
0: This comes up in conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a personal note in in our family when it comes oftentimes dealing with ex-husbands or ex-wives, that sort of thing. I mean, (laughs) there is that want or something. Sometimes you want to rub something in or you Mm -hmm. want to strike back. You want to whatever. And it's always a conversation between us of no. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a great life. Mm -hmm. We're living a a, a great world. Our, Our boys are doing well. That is the most important thing. Absolutely. I know it's being kind of grown up, isn't it? it
1: it's it's yeah, it's being the adult. but it's, it's also freeing yourself yes. from that negativity and that resentment because you know, well, let's, let's, let's flip it around. Okay. So I'm in a good mood. I'm going to party. Everything's going well. And that person, the ex walks Mm -hmm. in now, because I'm, I'm angry, right? I have to like be like, got to push the, you know, Mm -hmm. stick in their face, rub their noses in it. So now instead of enjoying my good time, Mm -hmm. (laughs) enjoying the the, the company that I'm in or my my partner that I'm with, I've got to get in a different headspace to try to make that person, him or her feel bad. Right. So I take myself out of it in order to hurt somebody else, which they may not even know I'm there.
0: Nope. Not even <laughs> Do you know what clue. I mean?
1: So who's really being hurt, yeah. and who's really in control of that interaction? We feel like we're in control in the moment because we're, we're sticking it to them, but we reacted to their presence when they may not have done anything. They may have forgiven us and moved on, but we got to get it, give it back to them. We got to get it to them. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, it's, it's kind of a silly thing when you really think about it that way.
0: Again, these are kind of like a little higher level tools in oh, the yeah. toolbox, and it takes some trying and some doing. Lots, and,
1: and you know, look, you're going to mess up, and that's okay. This, yeah. is, this is not, it's, it's progress, not perfection. You keep working at it, and you keep working at it, and over time, it gets to be a little more natural. You don't have to think your way through it. As often or yeah. as much, right? And you know, one of the pieces in my book, the section, a segment in my book called uh, "Perpetually Evolving Perfection." Give yourself permission to continue to evolve, knowing that you're good enough right now yeah. where you are, and you're okay.
0: Just want to mention too, because a couple of people have said, you know, when it comes to anxiety mm-hmm. and, and stress or whatever it is, you know, medication help oh, yeah. them, whatever. I and mean, we're not saying that this is. If no, this you've is, got, <sighs> if you've got different level, whatever. Absolutely.
1: And, you know, talk to a psychologist, get some medication do some therapy this is this is these are just
0: More little life skills, aren't they?
1: Skills that you can use, you practice that help you avoid those things in the first place, but it can also help you get out of that vortex of garbage that we get into sometimes when we get stressed. it's so easy to do it. Oh, my gosh. I've done Um,
0: it. Eye-opening once again. A lot to (laughs) think about here, Dr. Gans. Thank you so much. Again, if you want to check out Dr. Gans' website, it's drgans.com. Lots of great information on there, and we'll talk to you again next month. Can't wait.